I'm Cohen Bunn, and I'm a close personal friend of the Court of Nerds. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Actually, this is not an all-ages-appropriate podcast. If there are young children listening, you may want to turn it off. We occasionally say the swears. We are the only podcast that loves your mom more than your mom loves us. That's right. Go ahead. Ask her. I'm Drew. I'm John. And we are your Court of Nerds. Uh, Of course, an exciting week in Nerdland. Deadpool 2 hits theaters. Solo is, what, just a week away, John? May 25th. Oh, oh, oh. and uh, we are all in. If you have not heard it, uh, I had a chance to do a wonderful podcast with Conrad Thompson, uh, the mortgage guy. No, I'm kidding. He is the king of wrestling podcasts. Something to wrestle, something else to wrestle. 83 weeks and many, many more. If you haven't checked that out, please check it out. We are proud to announce that the Court of Nerds is all in at StarCast. 2018. A big thank you to Tardy's Collector's Corner and Grand Rapids Comic Con, without whom we could not have pulled it off. This week, though, we want to talk about our fun times at Free Comic Book Day. John's going to update you on what's going on with Avengers Infinity War and their quest for the infinity rankings of dollars. Money. Monies. Money. Uh, allegedly, Gambit <laughs> is happening maybe this time. Uh, Deadpool 2 versus Solo. What do you love more? And Batfleck wants to keep Batflecking. On and on and on. Let's start things off. Free comic book day, man. What a fun time we got to have out at Tardy's Collector's Corner. Um, big thank you to Gavin and Dee and, and the whole staff there for inviting us out and for making us a part of that event. Uh, really, really embracing us like family, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've invited us out. They treated us all day very well. Gavin and Dee were busy as heck in that place. There were lines for pretty much the entire day. You could not move in tardies, and that's what makes Free Comic Book Day an intense and tantalizing situation because just the, just the atmosphere at Free Comic Book Day, just the positivity that everybody brought out and the smiles that you got to see on people's faces were were genuine. It was just fun. It was a fun day. We got to meet a lot of new people. I think we got a couple new listeners, so we're up to three now, which is wonderful, and I can't thank them enough. It was a great time. It was a great time. So thank you, Gavin and Dee. It was wonderful. Also, big thank you to our homegirl, Brittany, from Grand Rapids Comic Con for sharing her tent with us and her laughter and her smile Mm -hmm. and her weird stories. And she didn't share the sunscreen with Drew for some reason. She did not. It's her (laughs) fault that my arms are burned. We're going to blame her. I blame you, Brittany. Also for all the elbows you put into my back. (laughs) I realized that's your way of flirting, and I kind of liked it. Ah! Free Comic Book Day, of course, the first Saturday in May every single year. I'm going to guess our home is going to be, once again, Tardy's Collector's Corner. Next year, they are at the corner of Burton and Eastern, and we are in love with them. Indeed. I don't think that's an overstatement. No, it is not. No, I mean, you know, anyways. Uh, so, from Free Comic Book Day dominating to Avengers Infinity War, looking to dominate the all-time box office, it opened in China on Friday... John, bring me the totals. It opened in China on Friday, and now it has a cool $1.638 billion worldwide. A B, a hard B. That is tops for fifth all time. It is only behind Jurassic World as the only other film not over $2 billion. So once, once it passes Jurassic World, it'll be the highest... 
non two billion movie out there behind Star Wars, Avatar, and Titanic. Now, the thing that Infinity War is going to do, and this is where I think it may not beat Black Panther's domestic run of $696 million, which it's still making money in the United States as well. It is still in theaters. So if you haven't seen Black Panther, please go see that movie in theaters. No, you seriously, have a that. chance yeah, to still that. see it. The reason I don't think it's going to make close to $700 million or beat Black Panther is because of Deadpool 2 and Solo coming out. There was such a lull in movies after Black Panther until uh, Pacific Rim 2 came out that they just kept making money and it kept making money and it kept getting money and it had a 98 or 96% on Rotten Tomatoes which just kept bringing in the people and kept bringing in the people. Now, granted, Infinity War has a little bit lower of a score but, but that didn't play into it. This was a culmination of 10 years that brought people into this movie and it is still on pace to break uh, Black Panther's record for this year. It is still ahead by them roughly $46 million, so it still has a chance to, and it's only been out for 18 days, granted. So, it still has a chance, but with the two big movies coming out and the summer blockbuster starting to kick off, it is going to take a big hit this weekend. You will see it drop a lot, but man, the way things are going, the way things are in China, it may be the fourth movie to break the $2 billion mark, and it may even beat Star Wars The Force Awakens. In that times or in that spot, so that's bonkers. Good dude. for them, you know. That's, good for Disney. Well, yeah, good for Disney. They need the money. <laughs> they need the money. They're not doing well. They're not know? doing well. It's no. a struggling little company over there. They could really use the help. <laughs> but man, it's. I mean, it was such a good movie, and we still haven't seen it again. Well, and part of that, by the way, I, I think the the length, the runtime, is prohibitive from. You know, just drop it like, hey, let's just go see it. We're not doing anything tonight. Well, it's the same thing why I didn't see Last Jedi twice. It was almost three hours long. And yeah, that is it is a damper on things. You have to go to an early show if you want to get out at a reasonable time. And if you go to a late show, you're probably screwed for tomorrow. Right. And that's that to me is the biggest thing is, is that you're looking at it and you're saying, not only do I have to spend two hours and 50 some minutes in the theater... I'm spending the time to drive to the theater. I'm going to get there early. I need to either get there early enough to buy tickets or purchase them online to make sure I get the seats that I want. It's much more than a two-hour and 40-some minute commitment. It, it is the time getting there, the time getting home, the time yes. for the previews. You know, Again, commercial-free after the scheduled start time just means that's when the previews start. Yes. Not a shot. We love Celebration Cinema. They do phenomenal work, and uh, I think we're seeing what? We're seeing Deadpool there this week. We're seeing Deadpool in IMAX, and we are also seeing the week after Solo, Solo in IMAX 3D. Phenomenal. Very excited about all of that, um, which I guess I think I'm going to switch things up a little bit here. Let's go right into Solo and Deadpool. Why don't we do that? I'm, I'm ready. All right. So this week, the big release is Deadpool 2. Yes, Ryan Reynolds. Theaters. Ryan Reynolds, a great cast, and the reactions. I mean, John, did you expect this at all? You know, I, people saying this is better than the first one, that they've somehow improved on the pooliness. Well, kind of yes, because Ryan Reynolds gives that off. You know, he kind of he's like, this is going to be b- bigger and better. And then they needed they needed that first one to do as well as it did to prove to Fox and the studios that are 
releasing this movie that we can make an R-rated comedy superhero movie that will succeed exponentially. Like it, it needs it. They needed that first one to be like, see, I told you, and that's why they did Logan. And now with Deadpool 2, the budget's bigger, they have more superheroes added, they have the rights to these people, and they're using them. And I think we might get a surprise that we nobody is expecting in this movie. Whether it be a Hugh Jackman cameo, where he just shows up, slices somebody, and looks at Ryan Reynolds, or Deadpool in this instance, and say, there, I'm in your movie, bye, fuck off. <laughs> Like, cause that would be great. That would be so fun to see. Like, there, I'm in your movie. Are you happy? And then just like have a uh, what is it, the fourth wall moment, and just be like, there you go, and there then just continue yeah. the movie. <laughs> so I don't know if it's necessarily expected, but I do think that this movie is going to be the highest rated or highest grossing R rated movie of all time, beating I believe it's American Sniper. Wow. Yes. Wow. So, mark that one down. I've been pretty good on my predictions as of late, and this movie is going to make a lot of money. But another thing is that it's just in the middle of so many other movies that are coming out, only one being Solo, but Solo is going to be a big movie, whether Star Wars fans think so or not. Right, and, and originally, Star Wars fans were really hesitant about Solo. Yeah. Replacing a director halfway through. Allegedly, Ron Howard shot anywhere between 70% and 80% of the actual film that we'll see. He went through and reshot a majority of the film because that was either A, how far off the rails Lord Miller had gone, or B, how far he had to go to bring it back to what both he and, uh, sorry, John, Kathleen Kennedy, is that her name? Yes. Okay, cool. With Lucasfilms, wanted the film to be. Now, here's the positive for all of you from a galaxy far, far away. This movie is getting incredible reviews. And Marvel, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney, whoever, they don't usually screen these things this far out. No, it's they two weeks early. To, but they knew, John, full credit to them, Kennedy knew they needed to do damage control on this film. The oh. first trailer had people more doubtful than excited. But in subsequent trailers, even you have said, this movie looks slick. This movie looks fun. Donald Glover is Lando. And a lot of the reviews that have coming uh, that are coming in that have been spoiler free that I've read are basically what Rogue One was. It's the first act is meh, but once the plot starts to kick in, the movie's smooth, fast-paced, fun, and that's what Star Wars, Lucasfilm, and Kathleen Kennedy, and Bob Iger, and everybody over there needed. They needed a fun movie, because we are, we are in an area, or an era of this new Star Wars movies where this is the second to last phase one movie of new Star Wars. And if you want to compare it, and I'm going to use my uh, Star Wars Explained guys words on this, more or less, is that if you compare it to the MCU Phase 1, the best movies were basically Iron Man and the Avengers. So if you want to say that Force Awakens and Rogue One were the best movies of this new Phase 1 Star Wars mo- or movies, then then yeah, and you have, you know, you have your Thors and you have your Captain Americas, but it will get better. They needed to introduce you to people that you knew 
and then they can throw in the Guardians of the Galaxies and the weird shit that there is in the Star Wars universe. They need to bring in the casual fans first, and that's what they were doing. Everybody knows Solo. Lawrence Kasdan wrote most of Han Solo's parts in every Star Wars movie that has been out. George Lucas wanted this movie to be done before he sold it to uh, Disney. So it's not that the movie, you know, nobody asked for this movie. It's that they need to bring in casual fans before they can start going to do the weird stuff in the Star Wars universe like they did with the MCU. Nobody expected Guardians of the Galaxy to be the movie it is and the franchise that it is now. But damn, that movie sure popped off. And now look what they're doing. A lot of the reviews that I've been seeing, John, have said they love this as a Star Wars movie that doesn't have the fate of the galaxy hanging in the balance. No, it's a heist movie. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to be smooth. It's going to be slick. It's going to be new. And I can't wait to see that um, new robot, L3. She's apparently getting the... Rave reviews. Rave reviews. Rave reviews. She's just doing a a wonderful job. If a reviewer isn't spending their entire review praising Donald Glover's work as Lando, they're spending the entire review praising L3. And Alden's even getting good marks, saying that... He didn't try to be... He didn't try. Yeah. And that's wonderful. And to each their own, you know, Harrison Ford kind of hates the Han character in the first place. He doesn't really enjoy it. So his review saying that it's a good movie, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. But I think that means something. And I think Mark Hamill saying it means... uh, saying it's a good movie means something as well because it's not a story is or it's the characters that they know and they grew up with and they are and then they're saying yeah they did a good job they made a good young han solo and we don't need another one we don't need a sequel this is a fun movie this is a fun lando uh han heist movie and move on and i think that's what they're gonna do so john i know you're star wars guy so this i might be asking the wrong guy this question what are you more hyped for, Deadpool 2 or Solo? Because you loved Deadpool. I think that might be a movie outside of Lord of the Rings that I've seen you watch almost the most. I'm probably more hyped for Deadpool because I don't have any expectations for Deadpool. I'm almost guaranteed to be entertained and like the movie. I have a biased opinion on Star Wars, so if I see something that I don't enjoy, I'm going to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Drew? Rate it at a different. You're not your your uh, expectations that, are lower. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed if Deadpool two is anything you know outside of what you normally think. Yeah. You know, you're you're expecting Deadpool, right? I'm expecting Deadpool to be Deadpool, and I, you're going to get that. It's I, Ryan Reynolds in a suit. Making jokes, saying swears and blood and shit. But yeah, that's, I mean, so I have lower expectations for Solo, but I have harsher criticisms, I feel, are going to be with Solo than Deadpool. So it's because you have a higher expectation of Solo and Deadpool 2, you're really just going to laugh and have a good time. Yeah, because that's what it's going to be. We know, we know it's going to be that, I feel. (laughs) Oh, man. Listen, uh, I actually agree with you just because I love that they're adopting slash stealing X-Force. Yeah. I I love Zazie Beetz. Mm -hmm. She's a delight. Uh, And Cable and Deadpool is legitimately 
one of my favorite non-romantic relationships in comics. You know, the, the Doctor Strange, Tony Stark is a favorite bromance. Yeah. And you've got to love Squirrel Girl <laughs> and anyone. But there is just something to the cable, Deadpool, straight man, crazy man relationship. And, you know, everyone has that period of time where they kind of fell out of love with comic books. Where, like, there was you read a bad story or you just got sick of it. Cable and Deadpool on the Marvel digital platform was actually what part of what brought me back in. Part of what reignited my love for this whole nerd world. And here we are now. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be mad at someone, be mad at Cable and Deadpool. Uh, the last thing we've got on the uh, last two things we've got on the rundown today take us uh, a little bit outside of the uh, universes. Channing Tatum and the crew behind Gambit have promised they're going to film this summer. My question to you, John, do you care anymore? I have never cared. I have never really cared about this movie. Never. Because of Channing Tatum or because of Gambit? I, well, first off, I don't know Gambit. And the only Gambit I do know is from that terrible X-Men movie that. Oh, Lord. Uh, what's, what's his guy? Uh, yeah. Origins. Gambit. Yeah. Origins or whatever. Uh, the so, guy from the, the Friday Night Lights who uh, also was in the John Carter movie. Yeah, which is a good movie. Stop, stop it. Anyway. You're like Grant and his director's cut of Daredevil. No, John Carter was good. Either way. Either way. But, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't care about Gambit. Like, it's, he's a throwaway character in my eyes, personally. And, and I know that's probably going to get some slack, and that's totally fine. You prove me wrong that Gambit's sweet, but I don't know him enough, and I don't think that... X-Men is at that point where they can throw in those kind of characters like the MCU with Guardians of the Galaxy that nobody really knows. I don't or, or on a bigger scale, a Captain Marvel. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think they're at that point. And with the whole like buying out of Disney or the buyout of Disney and whatnot, if that actually goes through, like I thought the next X-Men was the last one. Dark Phoenix? So... What's really going on here? Well, here, and I hope I can help you with that a little bit at yeah, least, because you're not the it. first person with that question. Um, Marvel Disney have said that they're going to allow Fox to continue moving forward with the projects that they currently have planned. I think after that, you'll start to see them adopting, because Marvel already has phase two or phase three of their universe planned, right? If they get to adopt the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and bring them in, that's fine. But I don't think that those plans are as immediate as some of us would want them to be. Does that make sense? So We still haven't gotten a Doctor Strange 2. We still haven't gotten uh, a Winter Soldier solo movie. We're getting a Black Widow solo, solo movie, which Marvel has allegedly given 65 writers a shot at. Uh, who have, None of them have done it well enough. See, Phase 4 for Marvel, though, hasn't been even closely announced after no, I, I Infinity that. War. But you think just because they haven't announced it means they haven't planned it? Well, I'm sure they're doing the same thing that they were doing earlier when they were trying to get Spider-Man back. They have this version over here without right. Spider-Man, and they have this version over here with Spider-Man. So, yeah, granted, I'm sure they have a plan, but the plan could drastically change if they get the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four back. They're like, yes, we have this in place here, but... If this happens, then this. Right. If X, then Y. If Y, then Z. Right. No, 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 I understand that. But to me, I I love the character of Gambit. I got uh, hooked on him with the 90s X-Men cartoon. He was really interesting. They gave him a great backstory. 
uh, the kind of the Chris Claremont version of the character. I don't know, and I was, I won't lie, I'm not a big Channing Tatum fan, but I didn't hate the idea of, of a Gambit movie. Now I just, I, look man, you, you've dragged it out too long. I don't give a shit anymore. It's Cabin in the Woods. For those not familiar with the story of the movie Cabin in the Woods, uh, it was a Joss Whedon produced, uh, Chris Hemsworth starring, I mean, just a really great kind of meta horror film. And I hate horror films, and I love this movie. But it got buried in development hell and was released three years after it was filmed or something like that. And nobody cared. And it is one of my favorite movies. It's but nobody really cared. weird and really good. What's that? <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. It's weird and great. It's weird and great. But nobody <laughs> saw it in theaters. No. Because nobody like- knew. And, and I, I'm not worried that that'll happen with Gambit. But I also think that I don't give a shit anymore about that movie. And I'm the guy you want to give a shit more than anyone. Yeah, because if people like you don't give a shit, the casual, the casual fans exactly. are really not going to give a shit. Exactly. All right, last topic of the day. Uh, Batfleck, Ben Affleck, has come out and said he'd like to continue Batflecking. He uh, was rumored originally, again, r- rumored originally that he wanted out. That he was done with the role, he didn't like the creative direction, he didn't like that they threw out his script for the Batman movie, that he wasn't allowed to direct his own Batman movie, even though the last two things he wrote and directed himself sucked. He's bombed recently. Ben Affleck has bombed recently. Then there was the photo of him with that gnarly looking back tat. That's real. That's real. Some sort of dragon or something. Or a phoenix or whatever. (laughs) But can Batfleck make like his back tat and rise from the ashes. I a little Iron Chef there. I I really enjoy Ben Affleck's portrayal of Bruce Wayne. You Um, hate him as Batman. I don't know if I like him as Batman. So in that aspect, maybe. But I do like I do like the old Batman. Like what they're doing. Like I feel like to give maybe him a little one up is let uh, what was the rumor I read today uh, Zach Efron as Nightwing or something like that I think so bring in uh, bring in one of those characters I mean you already kind of have the Joker killed one of the Robins Jason Todd so why not bring in a Nightwing to like have that father son aspect or shit bring in Damien for that much like just give it give it a little more old man angry and I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with it because I do like old man Bruce Wayne, Batman, Batflack. I do like that. I love that line where he's like I've I'm older now than my father ever was. That's great. But make him more angry old man in my eyes and then keep him cuz I, I I enjoy him. He's good. I like Ben Affleck. But you got to you got to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, listen, I've never been a fan of of Batfleck. He was a good Bruce Wayne. You cast him as Bruce Wayne. Nobody thought, "Damn, how are we going to pull this off when we put the bat suit on him?" He doesn't move fluidly. He's clunky. He's awkward. It's uncomfortable. Because he's old. Because he's old, and they don't want to break him. Well, that's that's the whole point. He's old. He's old Batman. He's Dark Knight Returns Batman. Right, he's been doing did. this for twenty five years. They like, never did that story, and they haven't communicated it nearly well enough ugh. to make me the fan 
buy in and be like, no, this old fuck is Batman now. Well, that's why DC's behind the game. No, agreed. 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 Uh, But I I think if you're going to hit the reboot button, you need to hit the reboot button. And DC is unwilling to do that at this point in the game. I think they're Uh, too deep. Yeah, no, I think Batfleck is going to stay if he wants to stay. But again, I don't know exactly how motivated he is versus just wanting to save face with fans at this point. All right, that's going to do it for Quarter Nerds this week. Don't forget a wonderful chat with Conrad Thompson of Something to Wrestle, Something Else to Wrestle, 83 Weeks, What Happened When, and so many other great podcasts. He's also the promoter for StarCast, part of All In 2018 Labor Day weekend in Chicago. Tickets for that event are on sale right now. If it's not sold out, uh, I'm not able to check the future, but I can tell you that tickets were on sale when we recorded this. I can also tell you that we owe a big debt of gratitude to our friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner on the corner of Burton and Eastern, a Grand Rapids institution. It's a bookstore that smells, feels, looks, and sounds like a bookstore. Love it. Grand Rapids Comic Con as well, November 9th through the 11th at the DeVos. Be sure to get all the details you need from them by liking them on Facebook and following them on Twitter. That being said, I'm Drew. I'm John. And we are your Court of Nerds. Hey guys, it's Drew from Court of Nerds here telling you that Tom and Chi in Granville is back. They've got impressive meal deals, so here's what you can look forward to when you stop by to get cheesy. Start your week off with a $29.95 Monday meal deal that feeds a family of four. No one wants to cook to start the week, so go get cheesy instead. Plus, kids 12 and under eat free from 4 to 8 every Tuesday. Or enjoy a half-off grilled cheese donut every Wednesday from 4 to 8. And if you download the free Tom and Chi app like I did, you can hop in every Thursday and get $3 classic grilled cheese sandwiches. Plus, if you're like Stacy and you need it gluten-free, they can take care of you. Tom and Chi is proud to support Chia, a locally made vegan cheese that tastes so good, cows are starting to get jealous. Find Tom and Chi on 44th Street in Granville near Cabela's.